Hello, 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 and welcome to the Potter Vision Podcast, the podcast where every two weeks, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and another person who's called Tom, uh, we talk about a chapter of the Harry Potter books and much more besides. This week we're on episode 127, and it's chapter 30 of book five, Grop. Well, Tom, imagine I'm your big brother, what would you say to me? Let's have a look at you. I like what I see. Yeah, I'm bloody big, aren't I? That was funny. You know, in Edinburgh show this year, we had this joke where I'd come around the stairs, I'd go, it's me, Tom Riddle. You go, it's you, Tom Riddle. I'd go, yeah. Do you like what you see? And then you'd look and go, yeah. Once, it got an insane laugh. That was yeah. like, to the moon and back. And we were like, rightfully yeah. so. And every time we tried it after <laughs> yeah. that, Never got a biggest laugh. No, we tried it a lot of times after that, and uh, never got the never got the same reaction. Yeah, well, we'll so, be trying well, it in January. You laugh thinking about Hagrid talking about his mum being big. And on the last show, we finally figured out that sketch. <laughs> All we had to do was have Hagrid say "vagina" in a Cornish <laughs> accent, and that, that seemed to work a treat. Rejoiner! <laughs> Round of applause they're giving us for that. That's all we had to do. Round of applause. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. <laughs> People applaud. It stood on the on top of the chairs, clapping. <laughs> all that were good. Yeah. Uh, How have you been, old pal? Not much. Not bloody much. When did we last record? Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, four days ago I last saw you, but the main podcast views won't have been updated with regards to your bad back. Oh yeah, I've got sciatica, I was bed bound for a week, I've been on a cocodamol, not been able to do much, and uh, no one's yeah. feeling sorry for me, people come along and kick me once in a while. Yeah, me all well, I feel sorry for you. Do you? Yeah, and I'm assuming that, you know, there's a... You know, we have quite a few listeners. I'm sure a couple of them are feeling sorry for you as well. Send me, send me hundred quid. Sounds like then. you've got a heavy metal band sciatica. Send me a hundred quid then, if you feel sorry for me. <laughs> Lend you it. I want it back. No, give it. I, I don't me. feel that sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bloody hell! Is it getting oh, any better though? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. How people are. My sister Alice. She was pretending. She goes, "Oh, I feel sorry for you." She goes. She literally said this to me. She said this earnestly. She goes, if there's anything you need, let me know. Anything at all. I go, yeah. I go, meal prep my lunches for a week. That'd really help. And she went, oh, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what she was willing to do and where the line was. All right, well, I've tried to ask for something. Why don't you give me an example of what you might do for me? (laughs) Um, give you a ring once a week. I think give she me meant if I fall and no one else is home, she'll come round and pick me up. Oh, I will be a last resort if you want. I can do that for you. Last resort. You need to prove to me that you've <laughs> you've exercised all the other options first, and then I'll come and get you. All right. Go go around like I'm signing on. Right, go on, show me evidence that you've applied for jobs <laughs> this week. Right, I called this person. Let's see the uh, records on your phone. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call them to see if you called. Right, okay. I'll pick you up. Right, let me, hang on, let me check. Yeah? Did he call you? Rang once, it said here. Rang once. Hung up. Taking a piss, you are, aren't you? You're a piss taker, you are. Yeah. Maybe we should get you one of them buttons that nanas have. You know, like if they have a fall, you can press your button and then uh, someone could come round and take you to a home. Maybe you should get one of them buttons that nanas have. If I have a fall, uh, a nana will come round and take me to a home. No, 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 you misunderstood. It's a button that nanas have. It's not a nana that comes round. It's, uh, it's just someone who's got a van or something. But a nana doesn't come round. It's something that nanas have. Oh yeah, well, that's why you need to. That's why you need to be picked up. He's confused. It started off with a bad foot. Now he's confused. Right. Let's have some um, pre-show reminders. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, we're doing Potter Vision Live in January. Uh, London, Liverpool, yeah. and London. Uh, not announced. Manchester. London, Liverpool. Oh yeah, Liverpool, London, Manchester. And four dates. One, yeah. Only three shows though. Um, <laughs> Yeah, not announced it yet because Lucas wanted to wait till Liverpool's gone on sale. I don't know when that's going to happen, so you might as well just start buying your tickets for London and Manchester. Yeah, right. Yeah, buy your tickets. Both of them are on sale. They're on the website, pottervision.com. January. We don't know the dates. Figure it out for yourself. If you can come, you can come. Yeah, come on, work it out. Well, I think fifth is uh, Manchester, and I think seventh is London. They make a fantastic birthday 12th present. Is Liverpool. We're doing the sequel to Potter Vision. It's called Potter Vision 2. Um, I'm going to kill you, Back Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after it, well, there's be a break, and then we'll do podcast recording. Live. Yeah, live. Go home, yeah. or you can watch us. Yeah, do what you want. Yeah. We're also, um, well, I think we're planning on doing this, aren't we? Maybe doing another live podcast before Christmas. Maybe a Christmassy themed one. That might be nice. And then get on the Patreon, because next week we're doing, uh, me and Tom are trying to do a haunted, uh, not haunted, an escape room, a Hogwarts escape room together. Mm. So that'll be the next uh, Double Vision. That'll be fun. Also, get on the Patreon. No one pays us to do this podcast. Um, a lot of podcasts you listen to, they are funded by advertisers. You know, you listen to podcasts and they're cut up every 15 minutes by Squarespace, start a website, get a mattress, shave your pubes. Why is that on podcasts all the time? <laughs> I think we do have a couple of adverts now that play, you know. Do you know what we've received for that? Mm, I think in four months we've had uh, $10. I don't think we have had $10. Which is the equivalent like a quid. Of- well, when you do the exchange rate, it's probably about £5. Maybe we should take that off, then. So we're raking it in, basically. Maybe we should take that off. Take the ads off for a bit. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. the podcasts are like, hey, shave your pubes. Like, Excuse me, I'm trying to listen to a food podcast. What's this about? <laughs> you don't listen to podcasts here, so you won't know. There's a really popular yeah. trimmer called Manscaped that is like, Advertise. It sounds like I'm doing an ad for it. I'm not. Don't buy it. Have a bush. Yeah. yeah grow them long. Yeah, have a bush. Right, go back to the 70s. Yeah. Eco-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it eco-friendly? 
Because you're not using the electric strimmer. Yeah, and it's not uh, clogging up drains, I don't know. Yeah. Strimmer. Clogging <laughs> 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 up drains. Right, that's what they're doing at the next uh, <laughs> the next summit. Right. <laughs> Forget about what, forget about washing your yogurt pots, right? Forget about turning your TV off on standby. 2024, we're focusing on letting your pubes grow, Britain. Right? <laughs> Go on, man, do your bits. Let's have a look, love. Oh, oh, oh. You're, you're not doing your bits, are you? Ice caps are melting here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on. Let's have a look at you, sir. Good boy. You can't even see it. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Bee Gees down there. Good on you, son. But as I said, uh, not to guilt you, no one's paying us to do this. So the only. Um, uh, oh, yeah, so, sorry. So if you'd like to support us, please join the Patreon. <laughs> and in exchange, you get a podcast. Um, Every other week, yeah. so you, you don't go a week without one, and we cover topics such as the films, uh, other films like Mr. Bean, <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. We've done a lot of mad things. There's like 69 episodes. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Something like that. 67, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Sorry to go on that tube-based uh, rant in the middle of you trying to tell people that we're worth paying for. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but well, and you can even do an annual subscription where you save ten percent. Somebody, uh, somebody actually took up that offer last week, and uh, yeah, you save a bit of money if you're planning on supporting us long term. Yep, and also, um, if uh, what else do we have on? Um, if you want to support, you're doing a few shows around Christmas time, aren't yep, you? So if you want to, if you like the show, but you wish that Lucas wasn't in it, you can come. <laughs> That's that's <laughs> Lucas's joke that he would do at the Edinburgh Fringe every day. Yeah. Yeah, when are you on and where are you on? You can see me in London, 30th of November, doing my show Hubba Hubba. And then you can see me in Manchester, 17th of December, doing my stand-up show Hubba Hubba. Hubba. All these things yeah. would make a fantastic birthday present. Yeah, or Christmas indeed. And hey... Why not get someone, everything, and then uh, you're sorted for the next few years then, aren't you? Or, don't fancy any of them, but just want to support the boys, buy the tickets, don't turn up. Yeah, some people do that, don't they? We don't mind. <laughs> we don't mind. <laughs> now, obviously, it'd be better to see you there, but uh, if you want to buy a ticket and don't come, that's allowed as well. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. We could sell if we had like a hundred seater and one person was in the audience but we'd sold out, we'd we'd still give it hundred percent, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd just shake his hand for half an hour. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of the patron, my mum has finally become a patron. Hey, hey, hey. We've only been doing it for about two years, uh, but I think the fact that we went fortnightly finally convinced her to do it because she says she doesn't get enough Potter vision in her life. It's the only way she can talk to her son. Yeah, it's the only way. <laughs> but she's on the free of trial, so she might cancel before... Uh, she's getting a, she getting a bloody's money worth, isn't she? 
Yeah, she says, don't contact me. I've got 67 episodes to listen to until the end of the week. <laughs> and then I'm quitting. Mm. We'll see how, see how it goes. How many more chapters of um, oh, yeah. Order of the Phoenix have we got? Oh, it's 30. So I think maybe six or seven. Maybe eight. It's not that many. Yeah, well, won't it? And then we'll, have, uh, we'll do the film. Yeah. Then we're on to something good. The half Blood Prince. Now we're talking. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best books, that, isn't it? Yeah, come on. Oh, finally. Oh, crooks. The film I've seen maybe twice, and the book I've read barely once. So I'll be very interested. Mm. Looking Whereas forward to All it. All of the Phoenix has been on ITV2 every week for the past 20 years. <laughs> come on. We know you want to watch this one again. We do not ITV2. Right uh, then, Willy Wonka. It was all of them. I don't want to watch Willy Wonka either. Right then, the Mummy. No. Right, it's like going around your nana's house on ITV too. Look, I've only got these five DVDs. <laughs> Which one do you want to watch? Nana. Put, uh, they haven't got anything on ITV, have they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've got all the Bond films, haven't they? One option of the band. Maybe I guess. Uh, watch another I band. guess they've got some deal with Warner Brothers then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who bloody knows? Hey, I've got to tell you a story. Oh. So, I'm in work. I'm in school, right? And I get an email saying, "Lucas, do you want to be in a few pictures uh, to promote the school?" So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do that, right? So, um, so I go and I have a load of pictures. There's like pictures with a few teachers and a few students and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, from, you know, promote the school, blah, blah, blah. It turns out that I am going to be on a 20-foot banner hanging on outside the school, on the street. It's enormous. It's absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be bloody enormous. And uh, yeah. we send a, we we uh, oh, will you be able to put a picture on? Well, I don't want people to know where I work. That's the only you problem. Got... But I'll send it privately to you. You can That's have a look good. at it. And I'll sell copies for a quid. No, can't say fairer than that, can you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to? So have you done the pose yet? So did you say the photographs been taken or not? Yeah, I've already done it. Yeah, so I took the pictures on Monday, I think. What's the pose? Um, well, it was it was all of us together, and then I was kind of to the side like this. He wanted my hand in my pocket for one of them, and then another one. He wanted me to have a book in my hand like that, like I look like I'm uh, I don't know teaching something. Maybe a student. Maybe think no, I look like a student. Well, but they've put they they had one teacher and one student, so I so I was the primary school part of it. So I was with the primary school kid who had a little teddy, and then uh, yeah, because she was this kid was from like the younger years, and then the guy who owns the whole thing was like, oh, so you know Mister Kirkby then? And she was like, no, I don't know, don't know Mister Kirkby, strange man. I was like. Oh. Got me book. What books he got? <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do a bit of podcast prep, do you? It'll be funny now um, if you're in uh, Germany and you get recognised. 
in a your hometown. Oh, hey, it's the guy on the side of the building. People, people tapping on your shoulder. It's you, isn't it? What, did I spit a jelly bean in your mouth a couple of years ago? No. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry, I, I thought you were someone who's representing this primary school. Oh, I am. I am. That's me as well. <laughs> oh. I don't think we'll go to this school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I sing chode, I sing chode. Cross the street, darling, cross the street. Where are you going? <laughs> are you going? It's as wide as it is long. <laughs> wide as it is long. <laughs> yeah, so I'll send you that privately when it happens, but no sharing. Yeah, yeah, no my bothers. Now, you get any more updates? Uh, bumped into the Pottervish Huns. Oh, yeah. How are they doing? I came to my uh, Tom Lawrence and Friends stand-up show. Yeah. And were they healthy and feeling good? Yeah, they looked healthy. Oh, that's good. I want them to be keeping well. And... Uh, I think it was... Is it Katrina on your page when he came? Yes, I think, I think so. Katrina came. I don't. I think that was her. <laughs> I think you tell right. me her name face to face, but I think it matched up to a profile picture. Yeah. Hey, that's lovely. Hey, well, while we're on the the topic of uh, our patrons, I've got some exciting news from one of our patrons. So, say um, one more. Say one more thing. Yeah. Doing my show, and I go, hello everyone, it's the Tom Lawrenson Show, everyone says hello, Tom Lawrenson Show. I go, has anyone yeah. seen this before? And uh, no one in the room has. One bloke at the front row goes like this, yep, like that. I go, have you, when? He goes, oh, Potter Vision. I go, different show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, cool. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Looking round at the back, waiting for me to come in dressed as Dobby. No, no, it's just me. It's just me. I've tried to say. Here, look. <laughs> he's not here. He's in Germany. Look at me. <laughs> look at me. Oh, he's coming. He's coming. No. Boon. <laughs> yeah, an Latest episode of Double Vision. Latest episode of Double Vision was on... Um, Mr. Bean's Holiday. The Pop Vision boys watch Mr. Bean's Holiday, where it's a France, and he uh, kidnaps a Russian lad. We chatted about that. Good laugh. Good bloody laugh. Yeah, an exciting and that one of our patrons, Alex, uh, has had a baby. Uh, so want to say congratulations to Alex and her husband Finn, and welcoming into the world, baby Teddy. I do not, can I, I don't know if I'm insane, but a bit yeah. me was like. This is going to be called Baby Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, a bit, we've just been talking about Mr. Bean and we've got Baby Teddy. That's quite uh, relevant. But yeah, congratulations, welcome, Alex and Finn. Welcome to the world, Baby Teddy. And congratulations, Alex and Finn. If you've got any good news, write into the Pottervision podcast. We'd uh, like to... Uh, I think this could be a new segment. We congratulate people. 
Yeah, definitely. If you've had a baby, maybe you've just got the all clear. Maybe an enemy of yours has he's died. Got the all clear. Lots of them. Guy we want to announce nice things, don't we? Sad mind. <laughs> well, that'd be nice. So it says I'd be all clear. Hey, <laughs> why is that not nice? <laughs> it's nice, but that's immediately where your mind went to. <laughs> well, What's nice? Who knows? Ooh, recovering for something possibly terminal. That's nice. <laughs> it is nice. It is nice. <clears throat> Maybe anyway. you shit yourself oh. and got away with it. <laughs> hey, that as well. That'd be good. Yeah, or even if you've been promoted or won ten pounds on a scratch card. You let us know. It'll be called our Pottervision Good News of the Week. Congratulations. Oh, good news, good friends, good people. Yeah. Well, have, you, have I been up to anything other than being bedridden and playing video games? I've been watching yeah. things. Uh, have I seen any funny videos? Um, I saw this Ooh. dog chiropractor, this German dog chiropractor. He's yeah. a chiropractor for dogs and he was German. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I played this video at my show and people did not like it. So he grabs a dog's head and he's like, yeah. crack, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dog looks at him in the face like this. <laughs> right, do you mind? There's another one as well where he's got the owners to like hold the dog's shoulders. The yeah. was looking face to face with the dog. Meanwhile, he's behind it and he's holding the dog's tail. <laughs> Yanks it. <he> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the dogs, are, the dogs enjoying it. Uh, no. Oh. Well, never mind. No, oh, my dog's got a bad back. Have you pulled its tail? No, I promise you, I've not done that. No, I'm saying you should do it. Oh, you should. You should. <laughs> Have you ever tried twisting its neck quickly? Um, I don't think we've, I don't think we're at that stage. We are not at that stage yet. Um, it's hey, just got a bit mild discomfort. I kill it, I kill it. But if it survives, it survives. Win win. Win win win. Well, they, uh, since you've not been up to much, eh? Do you want a, seg do you want a segment of uh, Harry Potter news? Eh, uh, yeah. Harry Potter news. Harry Potter news. Does he have anything in mind or <laughs> hoping something's coming up? <laughs> oh, there must have been something this week. Um... <clears throat> Mm. Look. No? Give me a minute. Give you a bloody minute. Yeah, alright. Give him a minute, everyone. Let's wait a minute. I'll cut this out. He's not going to edit this out. Wait a minute. <laughs> I am. He's not. It's all old news. Right. It's, uh, Harry Potter to be made into a TV series. We know. We, we know that. So I'm, I'm not sure about this new segment that we're doing. Uh, mm. Right, this isn't news. This isn't news, right? We'll do another one. We'll do another one. 
Um, could just give up on it. Get on with the podcast. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, okay, how about I make some up instead? All right, make some up instead. Harry Potter fake news. <laughs> well, there's got to be some. Normally, there's always something. I can't believe so, you were banking on that. Well, There'll be something. There's always something. No, you're thinking of normal news. <laughs> there's always normal news, isn't there? Harry Potter news is not every week. All right, do you want to do some normal news then? Uh, yeah, go on then. Carol news Carol Vorderman sacked over her Twitter rants. Mm-hmm. That is the number one oh. news uh, thing. We On what mention. website? Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go. Here we go. This is, right, i got something for you that you're going to want to bite your teeth into. Oh, here we go. Katie Price dons tight pink catsuit on stage for her live podcast tour, where she takes a swipe at her ex, Peter Andre, as the crowds boo him. Oh. So I she's don't in a pink... get me teeth into that at all. <laughs> she's in a pink catsuit. Um, yeah. That's about it, really. <laughs> that's about it. Well, we hope you enjoyed that one. If you want to hear more of that segment, Harry Potter news, um, yeah, write in. Let us know. Um, it's certainly the highlight of, of my career. Uh, <laughs> right, let's do a rundown of chapter 30, book 5, Drop. Mm-hmm. Fred and George have departed Hogwarts, and it is the stuff of legends. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone wants to be just like Fred and George. But Ron's got other things to worry about. It's Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. It's the final match of the season. Harry and Hermione are watching Ron. It's not going very well. When Hagrid decides to take them away and take them into the Forbidden Forest... To show them his brother. Mm. That's right. He's got a big ass brother who is living in the Forbidden Forest, and he's dangerous, and he doesn't speak English, and uh, he wants them to babysit him in case he gets sacked. What's dangerous about the way speaking English? (laughs) Well, he doesn't speak anything. Maybe that's the danger. And um, yeah. The centaurs are threatening on the way back. And when they come back, people are chanting and Ron has saved all the goals and Gryffindor are the Quidditch champs rather than the Quidditch chumps, which there were a few months ago. And that was Grop. 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 For chaps are called Grop. This chapter took a long time to get to Grop. It was naughty, wasn't it? I felt halfway through that I've been clickbaited by a chapter title. Yeah. Because when I saw uh, Grop, I was like, here we go, Grop, hey! And then it was like, time for Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. Like, it's so funny that the chapters this? used to... It's so funny that the chapters used to be like 10 pages long. Mm. 
know, and you got what you was on the tin. No, every chapter of this book is very long. Yeah. The audiobook, I remember the first audiobook, each chapter was about 25 minutes. Now every chapter's an hour. Hour. Really, it just goes to show she, got, she had a lot more time. First few books landed, and then she's like, right, I'll spend a <laughs> month on each chapter. Yeah. Yeah, the length of the book is always dependent on how much time you've got. So people who write short books are always very busy. And people who write long books, nothing to do. Have time on their hands, don't they? You're telling me again. Um, I was typing out notes for this. I put grope. Google Docs corrected it to grape. I was like, close enough. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. So, Fred and George have left the school and it's stuff of legend. Right, the swamp is still there. Now, they're trying to get rid of this swamp, but to me, that just feels like another kooky thing that could be in Hogwarts. You know, like the moving stairs and the ghosts. I think they'll just have a bit of a swamp somewhere. Yeah, it wouldn't be out of place. No. You know, it'd be like a unique selling point, wouldn't it? You know, with the only school in the catchment area with a swamp corridor. You think, oh, swamp corridor. Well, you're the only you're you're the only school full stop. (laughs) Oh, Oh, look, you're the only school in Britain. You're the only school in Britain. (laughs) In Britain. Hey, well, yeah, I don't think they'd even need an open evening. You know, where like parents come when the kids are about to go to high school and they check it out. It's like, look, it's us or no one. What do you want? Normal school. So the normal school or magic school, what do you want? What this book does well is yeah. demonstrating how slowly an evil regime takes over. When you look back at like yeah. bad regimes in history, you think, how did they let that happen? Why did they just go along with it? Because yeah. it doesn't happen all at once. It happens slowly, 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 slowly. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone just becomes complacent with it. And I think this book demonstrates that completely. Like, you're like what she called um, Umbridge is evil. Why don't they fight back? And you're like, well, it's not that clear, is it? It's a bit grey. Mm. Bit of a grey area. Is it evil no, to hate Harry mean. Potter? Is it evil to hate Harry Potter? If it's evil, then I guess I'm evil. I guess I'm evil. Shoot me dead, I'm evil. I guess I should be locked up. I'm put in prison. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what is locked up. Harry's broom. It says there are rumours that there is an armed security troll guarding Harry's broom. Now, that is the most ridiculous use of government money I think I've ever heard of. Well, imagine if that was badminton and you had some bouncer at the door guarding the racket. What's that all about? Mm. Mm. This chain when it I down. imagine a bouncer, do you know who I always think of? Go on. That Simon Cowell's bodyguard who used to always be on the X Factor. <laughs> you know that big bald bloke? <laughs> yeah. He used to always escort people out, but he had like a big squished potato face. Made him famous, that. I know. I Isn't remember him more than to do any of the contestants. Do you remember him more than you do Simon Cowell? 
No, no, I remember Simon Cowell. But I remember him more than I remember, like, uh, Danny Minogue, for example. Or uh, Shane Ward. Well, you must have watched a lot of X Factor and Britain's Got Talent in your life. A lot more than me, old boy. Yeah, as a kid, my mum and dad used to watch both of those every week, and I would watch them as well. I think, like, the first four or five years of The X Factor, I, I probably watched every episode, and then that was it. First four or five years of The X Factor, you watched every episode. Amazing. I think you probably carried on as well. The fact that you're throwing out Shane Ward. He, was a, he only won, like, the second or the third series or something. Do you remember Gareth Shane Gates Ward. and Will Young on Pop Idol? Were you old enough for that? I was old enough to be uh, aware of it, but I never, I never watched that, no. Yeah, I was watching the other day. This is weird. I was watching this clip on your Instagram page of you dancing as a little boy at a wedding. You keep doing this move. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't even know what video that is. Oh, yeah, my sister's in it as well. I'm like five or something, aren't I? <laughs> It's a cool move. Why not? <laughs> Go on yeah. Lucas's Instagram, scroll down, look for a little boy. It's probably him. Probably me. Well, I hope it is. Uh, I'm not putting pictures of other boys dancing. It'll probably be me as a kid. Good boy. A little boy. Hey. So, troublemakers are jostling for mm. the top dog position. Yeah, Fred and George have gone now. You could be the new bad boy. Yeah, all sorts of capers are going on. It's such a weird idea that because, like, just because like a bad person leaves means other people are like, well, I guess someone's got to be the new bad person. Yeah, well, because I remember in my school there seemed to be like a bit of prestige in being the worst boy in the school or the naughtiest child <laughs> oh he's the worst boy in the school him. and it was like oh, no one's worse than him one of David Williams books the worst boy in Britain the worst boy in Britain the world's worst boys yeah yeah and then I think when they went it was like not said but it seemed like people wanted to be like the new worst book. I saw this video online that was like um, yeah. chil children's books, um, you know, back in the day, like the you know the 60s, 70s, oh, 80s, yeah. 90s, versus children's yeah. books now. Yeah. It's like, it used to be like Peter Rabbit's Tea Party, um, the yeah. mushroom that sang a song, <laughs> the lion that came to dinner. And children's yeah. children's books now. <laughs> Nana's dirty bumhole. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? I was looking for children's books to to buy my niece and nephew for Christmas, yeah. and I was like looking at all the modern books, and it was like dinosaurs, fiery ass, and I was like, I'm not buying them dinosaurs, fiery ass. It was like it was like Dino's flamey body or something. It was dinosaur that like farted out. It would be like the poo that went on holiday. I don't want the poo that went on holiday. <laughs> I want famous five go to a tea party. Unstoppable farts. Oh, 
Evil Skiddies too. I'm not. I don't want my niece and nephew reading Evil Skiddies too. <laughs> well, I remember there being a viral video about. Um, it was like it was like a nana reading a book about a kid that had lost his bum or something. It was like, where <laughs> where's my bum gone or something? And it was supposed to be endearing because it was like a Scottish nana reading it. And she was like, ooh, where's my butty? There's nothing there when I go potty. And it's like, why are you reading that to them? There's, I'm a being little, I'm being a little boy and being in a pound yeah. stretcher. And uh, yeah. at Christmas time, and on the shelf, they had um, these like rain plastic reindeer toys that yeah. that pooed, and the poo was chocolate. Oh, that's horrible! So he pushed its head down, and poo came out the back. Yeah, and it was chocolate. But I remember, I remember being a little boy and thinking, unappetizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's all sorts now. There's like my niece and nephew got a game called Gooey Louie where you pull bogeys out of some bloke's nose. Oh, that's not that bad. There's there's an no. actual make your own poo game. Is there? Oh, we all do that. That's though. just eating. <laughs> <laughs> that's life, kids. No, um, my my yeah. sister Alice said she was going to buy one for her kids. <laughs> like, is this? It's, yeah. I think it's like some. There's like a toilet and a big turd that goes in and out of it. It's like yeah. you're gonna, you're encouraging them to play with who is what you're doing. Feces, yeah. Hey, but that that's a good way of you know like getting kids to eat the vegetables. Hey, it's time to play the making a poo game. You need to eat these and wait a couple of days. Couple of days. I don't know how the body works. Starting off constipated, <laughs> these kids. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh it's like passing a magic eight ball. Oh. <laughs> um. Hey, um, because everyone is uh, throwing stink bombs around the school, it stinks, and people are using the bubble head charm to uh, to avoid all the smells. And I don't know about you, but I wish I had a bubble head charm. Sometimes when I was in school, lots of smelly kids there when I was in school. Did you have many smellies? Um, there was one boy who smelled like urine. Wow, I know. Urine's a bad one. There's always somebody like... He also yeah. s slept in a bed with his own dog. He, like, his dog slept in the bed with him. <laughs> oh, I think. Okay. And so yeah. I don't know what was happening. Like, it was collectively understood that he smelt of wee-wee. And once, I saw his testicles. <laughs> Bloody hell. But yeah, it was like that in our school. Like, there, was, there was a lot of stinky kids and it, you know. If it wasn't cigarettes and body odour, it was poo and sick. And you're just like, oh, please. I remember kids in a, a sixth form having sick breath. And I don't know whether that was because they were, I don't know, they had... A mental health issue. <laughs> That's not the right word. Maybe they were. Oh, like an eating disorder. Maybe they had an eating disorder or they were being sick. Or just, do some yeah. people just have sick breath? Mm. <laughs> anyway, if you've enjoyed this discussion about sick breath uh, and you want more, you can uh, 
Suppose it's on Patreon. <laughs> anyway, Harry Potter. Um, oh yeah, there was. I think there was like nearly a whole page talking about all the mischief that uh, Peeves was getting up to. And um, there's a bit where it says that Peeves was trying to unscrew a chandelier, and McGonagall goes to him. It screws the other way, Peeves. Oh. So, well, there's mischief, and there's something that could kill somebody, McGonagall. <laughs> a chandelier. A chandelier. Oh, yeah, kids have 50 shards of glass impaled into their neck. Oh, yeah, what? And you helped him unscrew that, McGonagall. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think whoopee cushions, stink bombs, more stuff of that ilk, please. Yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Peace, the safety's on your gun. <laughs> oh, thank you, McGonagall. <laughs> Here's a whetstone for your dagger. Thank you, McGonagall. It's now nice and sharp for killing. Thank you, McGonagall. It's now nice and sharp for killing. Exactly what you said. That's what you said. That's what I said. Right. Right, Harry finally reveals that he has been Fred and George's secret benefactor and he has paid for their having a premises on Diagon Alley. Oh. But it annoys me that they keep these three, Harry, Ron and Hermione, keep getting annoyed at each other for telling each other things. So I thought you were supposed to be like the three musketeers. You just you should just know everything about each other if you're gonna defeat the bad the, the bad lord. The bad lord <laughs> What do we yeah. I think we called him something once? He was the fat lord. The fat lord. <laughs> I think you were trying to say fat doobie and you accidentally called him the fat lord. Fat lord. But he's the bad lord. <laughs> he's the fat lord. <laughs> Yeah. Also, uh, someone yeah. once sent Lucas a t-shirt design with a load of quotes on it, and he said it was really good, oh, but yeah. he's lost it. If you could resend that, that'd be lovely. Yeah, I'm very sorry. I think at the time I said thank you, and then I've, I forgot where it was, and I've looked through all the social media messages we've had. I can't find it. So yeah, whoever sent us that amazing t-shirt design, please resend it, because uh, we're looking to make a design, aren't we? And we were very impressed with that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Harry kind of thinks that Hermione's jealous because she's annoyed that it's not been said. He's not told her about how Fred and George got their money. Yeah. But, yeah, well, you know, but then she does fly off the handle sometimes, doesn't she? So I don't know. I, I do understand it. it does. I kind of think it's... Stephen Fry's performance of her that makes her seem a lot more shrill than she probably is when you read things. Because I'm listening to him like, oh my god, why is it going on again? But he's yeah, yeah. He reads her quite clenched. Yeah. Mmm. This is the blame on you, Mister Fry. Mm. Oh dear. Oh dear. Do you know, I was watching the other day that uh, Harry and Paul uh, panel show sketch. Question time one. Is a dolphin in a bathtub? I've seen that one. 
Oh no, I just thought you were on about the one. Why can't the government just admit they got it wrong? Have <laughs> <laughs> you all seen one. this other one? It's fantastic. Um, they do a sketch that is all the TV, the UK TV panel shows. Yeah. No, I've not seen it. And they do like Paul Merton. And he's like, Paul Merton's interrupting like a female journalist. And he's like, is it a dolphin in a bathtub? And he looks at the audience like, Always <laughs> sounds funny already. And they do everyone. They get, they do uh, David Mitchell. They do Ian Hislop, Angus Dayton. Um, everyone who's like a, a um, panel show regular. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, I can't good. believe you've not Harry seen Paul it. Harry Bull show. Yes, I am as well. I feel a bit disappointed in myself. Why well, can't the government just admit they got it wrong? <laughs> if the bank has the bonuses, the bank has the bonuses. And secondly, if the bank has the bonuses, oh, the bank has the bonuses. <laughs> it's very good, very good. Very clever. Um... Right, finally, there's a Quidditch match, and Hagrid takes them away to the Forbidden Forest, where it is revealed that he has a brother. Yeah, they go like this. They go called Grove. They go. You didn't bring your crossbow when you showed us the Thestrals, Hagrid. He goes. Well, you've not met my brother. You've not met my brother. Yeah. And there's a line that says. Um, and the noise sounded like an enormous pair of lungs. It was an enormous pair of lungs. It's not how similes work. That it wasn't like an enormous pair of lungs. It, it was an enormous pair of lungs. It's great breathing. He's my brother. Right? And I was imagining like, imagine the two dads, because he's Hagrid's half-brother, isn't he, Grope? Imagine the two dads like meeting up at a family event. Oh, so uh, you're her new husband then, are you? <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> like a family wedding or something. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, once she's gone to a giant, she's going to never go back to human, is she? I was um I was laughing at the idea because Harry uh, Hagrid is uh, he's preempting the fact he's going to get fired very soon, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he's predicting it. Yeah. Should Hagrid get fired? Does Hagrid have to leave school grounds because his house is on school grounds? Yeah, I'd assume so, he'd have to leave. Oh, yeah. So that's so that's the gamekeeper's house, isn't it? Yeah, well, because he's got a double role at the minute, because he's still the keeper of the keys and also the teacher. So if he gets sacked as teacher, does he still keep his keeper job? So if no, no, I think I think so. Yeah. If the if the sacking him for something like um, putting uh, what was it, an imp in Umbridge's office? No, a niffler. A niffler, <laughs> not an imp. Yeah. In Umbridge's office. But like, so if a new keeper of the keys moves in and it's a normal sized person, yeah. <laughs> be like, bloody hell, bloody big size bed. of this bed, <laughs> <laughs> big armchair. I've got to look after this dog. <laughs> All this drooling dog. That's me, is it? <sighs> no, of course not. He takes the dog with him. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> 
I've got to wash these big underpants. No. Well, there is underpants. He's taking them all with him. Have you ever what? moved into a new house? Everything. <laughs> they take that with them. Well, you should have showed me the hat flat after he'd left. Right. <laughs> yeah, so Hagrid is worried that he's going to be sacked and Crawford's going to be on his own. So they want Harry and Hermione to look after Grop. Right, he's enormous, he's aggressive. But imagine babysitting that. You can go to bed at whatever time you want, mate. Mm. You raid the fridge, we're not going to argue with you. You're massive. What could they feed him? I know, it says he like grabs birds out of trees. I think birds would be too quick for a big giant, surely. We have tried to catch a pigeon. Very difficult. Have I ever tried to catch a pigeon? No. no. Why would I do that? Well, I've not. But you see little kids chasing after them, or birds are quite, you know, they move quite quickly, don't they? I can't imagine growing like catching one. Big ask, isn't it? Will you uh, look after my uh, non-verbal little brother? <sighs> He's the size of a house. He's aggressive. He doesn't have a bed, and I've tied him up. He's just trying to grab him, isn't he? Is this maybe a job for professionals? <laughs> Take him with you. You get sacked, take him with you. You don't love me, do you, Hermione? <laughs> Harry, Ron. If no, you love, love me, you, you don't do love it. you. You are a member of staff here. We do not love you. <laughs> you are a member of staff. We're fond of you. <laughs> do not love you. There's no love here. I'm going to go tell Hagrid. Hagrid's got no authority at this school. Well, I'm going to tell him anyway. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and they're supposed to teach him English as well. You know, how are they going to do that? They need to get Bill Weasley on the case. He's already taught not, Fleur English. He's not going to get Hermione. Can we call you Hermie? What, whatever. Yeah, you can have a go, Hermie. Harry and Hermie. Are you more, are you more of a grop man or an Og man? Well, I don't know too much about Og, but I like the sound of Og. I, like, I think I'm an Og man. But that's just based on instinct. As well. I am. An OG man. Mm. Yeah. Grope. Well, I don't really remember much about Grope. Maybe he'll grow on me. But Og. He's just a legend, isn't he? He's in the middle of the maze. He's the guy. I, for one, I, for one, think... I think we made the middle of the maze thing up. Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be taking that as gospel. But uh Og no Grop yeah. What I've drawn from this is we shouldn't be tying up our little brothers. No. Or anybody you, actually. Especially little brothers. Me and you had older siblings, didn't we? Girls. Yeah. Yeah. And they can be wicked. Mm. Older sisters, if you're a little brother can be wicked, not all of them, but some mm. of them. 
the yeah. ones I had, it's like they went to Hogwarts themselves. They were that wicked. Yeah, yeah. They were the worst witches. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, don't be tying up your little bro- brothers. Hagrid, right? He's your classic animal lover, isn't he? He's out of his mind. Yeah. He's like so. Oh, Grop isn't an animal, but he's close, isn't he? Yeah, he's a beast, isn't he? He's a beast. Capital B. He is the beast, Matt Labet, from the chase. And he's been battered around by Grope. And he's like, he loves me, really. That's what happened people with dogs and cats. Where they wake up and cats are scratching their eyes. And they're like, oh, he's a scamp. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. The giants are, you know. Because they do live together, don't they, giants? They do. They are social with each other. And Hagrid's like half a giant, so why is he so aggressive if Hagrid, like, feeds him and keeps him company and stuff? Maybe it's because he's tied him up. Thought about that? <laughs> Maybe it's because he's tied him up. <laughs> Let him go. See if he doesn't attack he's, you then. He's aggressive, isn't he? <laughs> if you restrain me, I'll be aggressive, Hagrid. Tie me up. I'll bloody beat the shit out of you as well. Oh, Madame Maxine, she left. She got sick of it. Yeah, I bet she did. Agid, why are you tying up your brother? Oh, shut up, you. You don't understand him. I'm going. I've always considered myself, after reading this chapter, I couldn't help but see the parallels between myself and Grope. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought about that. I didn't want to say, but, yeah. Outcast. Mm. No one understands me. Mm. Tied up, metaphorically and physically. Uh, And I don't know what my end will be. Mm. I think I'm a lot like grow up in a lot of ways. I'm a younger brother. Uh, Don't speak some languages. uh, a bit like Grope, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Those are two if you're similarities. Like, if you're like Grope, write in. Yeah, write in. We want to hear from at least five Grope likes before next episode. Oh. Yeah? We should stay at the. I remember the beginning episodes, we used to say, like, write in a lot more. Write in, write in, write in. Yeah. <laughs> Barely anyone ever did. But we yeah. should just start the podcast by saying, right, pen and paper out. We've got a lot of questions for you. Yeah. Come on, get ready. We want all of these written responses. Hey, look, I just know my beard's complete there, and then there it's got like a hole in it. What's that all about? Ringworm. Ring, what? <laughs> I thought that was in your bum. <laughs> anyway, now we're thinking of tape worm. But associate the word ring with bottom. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed this chapter. Hey, oh, yes, bloody hell. I wasn't ready for this uh, sentence later on. A naked torso floating. Oh, bloody hell. Ooh. Horse body. 
Well, Valentine's Day is upon us. Maybe bookmark that chapter and have another read a few months down the line. Yeah, get yourself in the romantic mood. They're a bit aggressive, aren't they, these uh, centaurs? I think, like, they basically threatened to kill Hagrid. There's no need yeah. for that just because he's brought his big brother into the school. It's so funny that they're like, they're the cleverest things in this forest. Yeah, it's not odd. <laughs> well, it's them, Big Spider and Big Brother. It's them or your brother. Hmm. Yeah. Is it going to be uh, only one of those three that are going to get up to the £1,000 question? And who wants to be a millionaire? Diddly doodly doo. Doo. Oh, I was watching a funny clip of uh, Peter Kay uh, back in the day oh, yeah. before, he, before he'd done much. And he's talking about who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> and he's going, yeah. and he's going, um, Chris Tarrant, you know, any time they got asked the computer, he's like looking up in the air. Computer? Up there, is he? There's <laughs> 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 someone on the phone. They call the phone a friend. Karen, is she up there with him? <laughs> <laughs> Classic millionaire. I, I still love that show as well. I used to get really into it. Something about it. Very good. So finally they get back out of the he, forest. He, he loves IT. Oh yeah. He loves I love IT. What can I say? And um people are chanting, Weasley is our king. But they don't notice that it's not a sarcastic chant, it's a proper chant from the Gryffindors because Ron has actually saved all the girls and Gryffindors won the Quidditch Cup. Yeah. Well, which annoyed me, really, because it's like, how can they have had such a bad season and still win? I was like, are they not going to lose this year? Can they lose? No. What's the, what's the lesson here? I think they need something to... be awful. They need something to uplift them, don't they? After being battered by Umbridge all year. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Just think about... it was all a bit jolly this time. Do you remember um, the first book where Harry... He's floating on a broom above the Forbidden Forest, watching Snape um, threaten Quirrell. Oh, yeah. He's not done much of that since, has he? I think that's such like... I really think the first book is different to the rest of the books. Like, I think the first one was put out, and then she was like, I went a bit weird with that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I quite like that, the, the unpredictability of it, just like random things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, listen to me wittering on like an old fool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they... So they've won the Quidditch tournament. I think Ron's going to be pissed off when he realises that they didn't actually watch him play. Because he didn't miss any of Harry's matches. And yet Harry and Hermione didn't watch his greatest achievement on the Quidditch field. He's going to be a bit annoyed, I predict. Yes. Hmm. And that's all I've got to say on the matter. Lovely. How many boys floating on a broom above a forbidden forest out of five are you giving this chapter? Oh, I enjoyed this. I felt a bit cheated halfway through when we'd not had any grow up. 
but uh, I thought it was nice and fun, lots of mischief going on. Um, I like, I did like the rev the resolution of the Quidditch subplot. I hope that's all done with now, and that Ron finally got came through. I do like the idea of Grope. I'm looking forward to where that's going. I'm gonna give it. Mm, I'm feeling good. I'm gonna give it five floating boys above the Forbidden Forest out of five. Right, for me, boring, 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 nattering on, chatting crap, Fred and George finally got rid of them, now everyone's carrying on pranking people in their memory, shut up, it took ages to get to Gwarp, Gwarp's boring, Hagrid's annoying me, everyone's annoying me, I'm going to give this one floating boy on a broom above a forest out of five. Bloody hell! What? Got a problem with that? No. I got a problem with my five. Mm. You got a quiz? No call for it. Hey, a fifth person begged you. Where? Last. We've had a, an email from Bellatrix12 who was... says, I beg Tom to keep the quiz, please. Each week, it's not a beg rollover, the begs reset. Oh. I thought it was a beg rollover. No, we're not doing beg rollovers, the beg, the begs reset. No, it's not like the Euro Begillions. <laughs> All right, well, everybody, please, I like the quiz, and... Apparently, I'm not allowed to make any decisions. You like the podcast, quiz? So. You've, you've not won it in years. Because it's hard. It's difficult. <laughs> now I've got three times as much chapter to read. It was all right when each chapter was five pages and I could memorise every word. You never put in the effort. <clears throat> Says the man who can't even write the questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Yeah. Your heart, Lazy little git, aren't you? Your heart's not in it. My heart's not in it. All right, then. Well, my heart is in Hedwig's drubbings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. This week, we've had a load of lovely messages, actually. Uh, the first very nice one is from George Bonick on Instagram. And George says, hey guys, just wanted to let you know that I'm loving the podcast so much at the moment. I've been listening for two years and the last few weeks have been so funny and the best episode so far. On the main pod and on the Patreon, every episode has had so many points where I'm laughing out loud. And gen I genuinely look forward to Mondays knowing there's an episode coming. Keep up the great work. That's well, thank you so much, George. That's lovely. That's lovely. And we've had another very nice message from Joe Curtis Rendell, who sent us an email. And Joe says, hello, Protovision boys. Huge fan of the podcast and thrilled to hear you're touring again next year. And I've already got my tickets to London. I really loving the Double Vision episodes, especially the recent Exorcist Believer review. Despite you both being too generous for that dog shit film. Oh. <laughs> it's got me thinking, if you were in a similar position where Crabbe and Goyle had gone missing for three days and became possessed, blinding <laughs> old ladies, and then you were told by a demon that you could save one of them and condemn the other to hell, what would the Pottervision boys do to save the day? 
<laughs> we'd say. Well, that's an interesting question. Well, we'd say. Um, yeah, what would you? Hmm. We'd say, demon. Is there room in hell for two? <laughs> <laughs> Have them both. Yeah. That's the. Is yeah, it? Well, is, right, send both. Is the room in hell for four? We'll all go. Yeah, we'll all go. Yeah. We'll take it on turns. Take it in turns with our body on the fire. Spread it out. So, oh, there you go, Joe. <laughs> Me, personally, I would choose... Um, I'd take too long to decide and then someone else would have happened by then. And then Joe finally says, on a side note, I think my favourite podcast moment was when Lucas thought Crab was in the London riots holding a Molotov cocktail, thinking it was a beverage. Keep up the amazing content. See, Garrett, this is what you're missing out if you're not on the Patreon. Me getting confused. Thinking that Crab from Harry Potter's walking around with a cocktail glass with an umbrella mm. during the London riots. He's not a bad lad. So for as little as £4.50, you can listen to that. Um, we've had another message on Instagram from Bex, who has been doing some maths. Uh, in one of our episodes, we were wondering about how many of... Hogwarts students end up being professional Quidditch players and how it's a ridiculous um, like thing, how it's so easy to become a professional Quidditch player. And Bex did the maths and worked out that 40% of Hogwarts Quidditch players would have to be promoted to a full-time player for the uh, UK Quidditch League to be sustainable. Mm. And she's shown all the working out, which is, uh, which is a very good effort. Thank you, Bex. Amazing. Yeah, we, we love we love a bit of that. Um, but yeah, hey, and we've had an email from Mr. Bean. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Bean sent us an email, and he says, Hi there, it's me, Mr. Bean. Stop taking the piss out of me and my great movies. Thanks, Bean. We don't take the piss out of him. We love your movies, Mr. Bean. We celebrate you, Bean. So, we love you, Bean. So thank you very much to everyone oh, this yes, week. Bean. 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 Thank you, Bean. Now we have, as always, some new patrons to welcome to the fold. And the first one is Hannah, who is a baby Harry. Oh, me. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, 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 Hannah. Um... <laughs> Oh. oh, Hannah. You, you're, you are taking a tour of a crisp factory. You're walking round, and there's all new flavours: cheese and carrots, cucumber and onion. Mm. <laughs> Which of them would you prefer? Peas and carrots, something. It's cheese and carrots. <laughs> no, cucumber and onion then. <laughs> I want that now. <laughs> cheese and carrots. Oh. Along the tour, you get a bit bored, you just have to walk off. And you, you see quite a fluffy, exciting room. Mm. You burst open the doors, and it's the room where the Watsits are made. Oh. Orange in the air, 
the smell of artificial cheese. Your senses are delighted. You walk up to the top of the machine and look in. All the watsits flurring round. You fall in. Oh, no one is watching this. You're in there. It's cheesy. It's hot. It's fluffy. It's flaky. But you think, someone will find me. Someone will come to my rescue. No. You're in there for a day. You're eating what's You're a baby. You're pissing and shitting in there. There's nothing you can do. Bagging time. They start bagging up the what's Anything will find me at this point. A baby can't fit into a bag of what's You get bagged into a share size bag. Mm. In there, you get shipped out. You put on the supermarket shelf like that. I come along. I think, oh, this looks like a heavy bag. Pick up this bag. I'm like, oh, plenty of what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> throw, throw you into my trolley. Mm. <laughs> Buy you. Boop. Driving home, get a bit peckish. Got me what's on the uh, passenger seat. Open them up. Put my hand in. Ow. You bite me. Yeah. I look. Orange baby. I think perhaps an umpalumpa. Mm-mm. <laughs> new, new, <laughs> new baby. I pull over. I say, uh, who are you? Baby looks back at me and says, uh, I'm a baby. I fell into a Watsits machine at the Watsit factory. I go, all right. Get the bag of Watsits. I look on the back. Says, any issues, call this number. Free phone. Yeah. <laughs> I go, Hello, Watsits. They go, Yeah. They go, oh, I just found a baby in my pack of Watsits. They go, Pop her in a uh, post box uh, with the bag, and uh, that's everything. That's like a nice one. Take you to a post box, <laughs> and you're on your way. There you go, Hannah. And Tom always complains about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the list is too long and I can't do that many. That's because you're doing like seven minute stories. Just <laughs> <laughs> an old novella. So, we've got, we've got another baby, Harry, and it's Sophie. Sophie. Sophie, 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 Sophie. Also, I worry because I'm like, I've done a lot of these. Yeah. I don't ever want to like retread old territory like say something I've said before yeah mm. oh you're alright Sophie 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 mm. Mm, 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 mm. you're on an expedition in the Chinese wilderness because you want to see a panda in its natural habitat you're in your mother's papoose walked along they see the panda right? yeah. oh my god Eating bamboo. Mm. Lovely. Your mother is gawping. Ah! Pandas, look. <gasps> the shock at getting eye contact with your mother, with the panda, your mother scat, like screams. She leans forward. You roll out the papoose. Roll towards the pandas, yeah? They pick <coughs> you up. Everyone's like, oh, God. There's one person in the group who's brave enough to stand up to the panda. 
Me? I walk oh. over. A couple of pandas try and stop me. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. I push him out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I go up to the panda that's holding you. This panda's looking at me as if to say, that's a bad mother. I'm going to raise this baby as a panda. Yeah. I go, yeah. no, we don't do that. We don't raise humans as pandas. Yeah. She pushes me. I go, I don't like that. I give this panda a couple of slaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't like that. Angry. Ooh. Goes to bite me. Yeah. <laughs> Give it an uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> backwards. Yeah. <laughs> they put you down, this panda. Yeah. And they go, right then, it's on. I go, you've watched too many films, you have panda. Yeah. Yeah. I grab its hands and I start <laughs> kicking it in the chest. It can't yeah. do anything. It's like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. I go, you're going to give the baby back? Shakes his head like that. I chop it in the neck. <laughs> like that. The rest of them go, just leave it, leave it. Yeah. I pick up the baby, give the kisses. And Sophie, I hand you back to your mother. I go, do better next time. <laughs> Lovely. Hey, and we've got a new baby Draco. And our new baby Draco is Marie Thisted. <laughs> I hope I've said that right. It's T H. <laughs> it's T H I S T E D, and I'm pronouncing that Thisted. Marie. Marie. Uh, you've been born, and your parents have taken you to a bar to celebrate your birth. Yeah. Oh. They're having a drink. Let's buy you another drink, mum and dad. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Everyone's so swept up in the celebrations of this new baby and buying drinks. You get put in a high chair. Kind of forgotten about. You're too small for a high chair like newborn babies are. But you wiggle out of the chair, fall to the floor and you start crawling. There's a snooky cue that's lensed against the pool table. And then you crawl up that, yeah? Oh. You're so small, you're sat on the pool table just watching. Someone picks up a cue. And just starts knocking balls around, not realising that you're on the table. Pow! They see your white nappy, and they think it's the white ball. They knock that. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> you go rolling. <laughs> you fall into one of the pockets. People start saying, oh, I get two shots now. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> the inner mechanisms of this pool table. Yeah. yeah. I... I've been cleaning glasses at the bar, aghast at what I've been watching. Yeah. I'm like, where do I work? Where do I work that people bring in uh, babies into a bar and then also people hit babies uh, with a snooky you? Yeah. Right. White ball will go to the uh, its own little area at the pool table. So I go try and find it, listening for you to come out. I'll put my hand there, yeah. waiting for you. But you don't come out. I'm like, what the hell? Finger gets bitten. I'm like, why does this keep happening? Yeah. <laughs> Crouch down, look. You are stuck. Your face is looking at me out of the hole. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Put my hands yeah. either side of your face. And I rip apart the snooker table. People are going, whoa, I was playing here, I was playing here. I'm like, there's a baby in it. <laughs> Pull the baby. Yeah. Pool table's ruined. Walk over to your father. 
I go, new pool tables are 12 grand. He's like, yeah. I'm like, do you want the baby or not? He goes, yeah. He gets his debit card out. 12 grand. You're on your way. Lovely. God, what a horrific story. Someone using a snooker cue for a, pool, for a game of pool. Oof. <laughs> Completely the wrong size. Same tape. crap. Same crap in it. Same crap in it. Uh, we've got another baby Harry, and it's Bethany. Bethany, you are on a farm. Are you a farmer's baby, perhaps? Uh, you're wandering around all the animals, ducks. They're giving you a peck. Get off, pig. Oi. You're like, ooh, there's Daisy the cow. Nice uh, nice Daisy on her forehead. She's like, she looks friendly. She's got a big juicy cowders, yeah, full of milk. You're like, ooh, they look nice. And I am a baby, why not? You walk over to the cow and you start suckling upon these udders. Mama's got you as a formula baby. So fresh milk is like such a treat to you. Yeah. Sucking on this unpasteurized milk of a dairy cow, you are in heaven. <laughs> you hear something. You look to the left. There's me doing the same. I say, What brings you here? Can't talk to me. You're a baby. I go, Of course, it's a baby. I go, Where's mummy? Pick you up. Take you back to the farmhouse. Here you go, mummy. <laughs> I get asked to leave the farm. Here we go. Thank you so much, Bethany. And uh, oh. you for one last one? Yeah, go on then. All right. And our final patron for, day, for today is the new baby Harry, and it's Liam McDermott. Liam McDermott. Liam, you are in Spencer's Gifts. Uh... You've been looking around, having a load of bloody, lovely fun, yeah? All Mm. these items, so much fun. There's a bloke there playing with the plastic arse. (laughs) Fart putty. (laughs) He picks you up thinking you're some kind of item in Spencer's gift. He's looking at you. He's like, oh, look at this baby. And he thinks you're like a stretchy Armstrong baby. So I trying to stretch your nose out. Ow! Pulling on your leg. Ow! Oh. <laughs> I tap him on the shoulder, punch him right in his throat. I go, it's a baby! <laughs> he falls to the floor. I grab you. I go, where's mum and dad? They go, here. I go, here's your baby back. There you are, Liam! And thank you to everyone who's supporting us on Patreon. We really do appreciate it. It's lovely. And that was Hedwig's Droppings. This has been the Vision Podcast. Thank you all so, so much for listening or watching. As we've said, we're going to be on a mini tour. London, Manchester, Liverpool. All the dates and ticket information are on the website. Pottervision.com. Get on that. It'd be a great Christmas, New Year's or birthday present. So maybe get that in before Christmas. Um, or maybe you might want to gift somebody a Patreon subscription. We've got a nearly 70 bonus episodes. There's uh, videos of the live show. There's all sorts of stuff. Merchandise available. 
it's all bloody great stuff and uh, yeah we're hoping to keep doing lots of exciting things like live recordings of the podcast and our next Double Vision episode will be us tackling a Hogwarts escape room which I'm excited about so yeah lots of reasons to join us on the Patreon page anyway next time we will be on episode 128 chapter 31 of the Order of the Phoenix OWLs you have been a baby kissing Tom Lawrenson and you have been the pregnant glowing mother Lucas Kirkby goodbye Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision.